10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello, and welcome to the podcast, the name and undergraduate experimentation of which is, are we friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And today, we're going to be talking about one of Jorge's favorite things in the world. Specifically, two cinematic achievements in one of the longest international cinema phenomena the world has ever had the pleasure of experience. Jorge, what are we talking about today? Godzilla. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so we specifically talked about watching Invasion of Astro Monster. Uh, I think I referred to it as Godzilla vs. Monster Zero last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what it was mm-hmm. titled when... When I used to see it on my VHS tapes and on American <laughs> broadcasting, is that the Japanese title or is that just like an There's English? There's no way Invasion of Astro Monster isn't the <laughs> Japanese title because it's way cooler. Like did Godzilla vs. Monster, Monster Zero? Zero? No, are you kidding me? That shit's ominous as hell. Godzilla vs. Monster Zero is like yeah, it's fine, it's whatever. Imagine if I just came and just yo check out Invasion of Astro Monster. That's so cool. Invasion is sinister. I got, no, I'm, okay, anyway. So we watch that. Yeah, I gotta say 100% though, Monster Zero is is like one of the coolest monster titles they have. 100% agree with that. I totally yeah. agree with that. Calling something Monster Zero is dope as fuck. So let's just take it upon ourselves to commission the Toho Company to rename it the Invasion of Monster Zero. Perfect. <laughs> Ominous, better title. We just fixed Godzilla. End of episode. Thank you all for listening. You hey, can reach us now. <laughs> uh, yeah, the other the other one we watched was Godzilla vs. Smog Monster, oh. or Godzilla vs. Hedora, or as they pronounce it in the movie, Hedra. 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 Hedura. Like, oh, it's... <sighs> we'll get into yeah, that. these movies usually come dubbed, so... <laughs> yeah, I and I guess really that's an nervous. important thing... That's an important thing, I guess, to admit to everybody going in, is we all watched the same versions of these movies, and both of them were dubbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah. uh, Jorge, I don't know how you feel about that, but I, I uh, feel great about. I that. feel as though that's <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's part of the Godzilla <laughs> tradition is seeing part of the very poorly dubbed, um, you know, white actors speak through Japanese men voices. Yeah. Oh, I have some, I have something to say on one of those uh, in particular. Oh, you mean like the little kid who's fifty percent of his lines were papa, 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 papa. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about Liza Minnelli singing like Thunderball by Tom Jones to open okay. up Swamp, uh, Swamp, uh, Smog Monster. <laughs> that... Do we want to work over Smog Monster or uh, can... Monster Zero first? Because Jorge, what I are we can... taking down first? Uh, I watched them. No, I was going to watch them chronologically. I ended up watching Smog Monster first. I I incidentally watched them chronologically because I watched them and I go. I don't know if there's any canon here. I don't know if anything's supposed to make sense. I don't know if anything's related to anything else. And it wasn't. So it was good. Yeah. The, so, the... Brian, are you telling me that you had a problem with canonicity? <laughs> that you had oh a little bit of difficulty understanding what is or We're is getting... not the particular power of, let's say, the most powerful being in this particular short narrative? Oh. But you go in expecting a contained narrative? Is that what you're I'm, telling me I'm right gonna, now? I'm going to vote that we go into Smog Monster first. That sounds um, good. Mm-hmm. If that's okay, that was because a callback. I want to, I want to get back listening. to what Taylor just said right there, discussing the most powerful being. Because I distinctly remember hearing the small, definitely not voiced by an Asian boy, uh, say, "quote 
Superman beats them all when being did he say that his brother yeah, or that's his, his first I don't, line, I don't know who's actually. in the the family or the relatives or whatever but the, it's his mother the somebody comes up to him and is like oh you like Godzilla and he's like yeah it's awesome blah 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 guy says something else and then he goes Superman beats them all and then his mom's like come inside you idiot like <laughs> right. that, I'm not gonna not lie right I line. thought <laughs> I thought that line was a little bit of like hey internationalizing team your whiteness yeah. is showing Superman <laughs> but you know Superman beats them all like Superman he has never existed like, in any of these that. movies. There's no Superman toy that this kid has. <laughs> he clearly just has a bunch of Toho properties that are all of his toys, none of which are Superman. Um, so, Jorge, if you want to, um, you can go through what is what would be called a plot, I suppose, as it is a series of events happening one after the other. Um, but I have some things I, to say regarding that. Yeah, I'm going to say that... <laughs> Godzilla vs. Smog Monster is kind of like Godzilla if Swamp Thing wrote it. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Tell me more about that. He's just... Um, there is pollution. Oh, we are made keenly aware of that. Yes. Like, uh, in amazing every, montages. Every transition. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Those transitions were genius. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, and then... Uh, they were something... A monster falls Jeez. from some random planet way out there. They say the name of it. I can't remember it. <laughs> that, it's something about a nebula it's or like a thing. Dark nebula and, star. Yeah, it's like evil land or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the line, the line they have is they're supposing about the planet, right? And he goes, "It probably has some black and inky, <laughs> oily star, so... just like itself. Like in the same way that we're all bright yellow and radiant, <laughs> just like." <laughs> Yeah, uh, all right, that lots. So they're track. looking for a black, gooey planet, but that's that's where the monster comes from. So he has nothing to do with the Earth pollution except that he eats it up and gets bigger it's from purely it. Purely incidental. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Godzilla wants to fight it. That's about it. And can I tell you something that this movie has definitely for it is they don't mess around. One third of this movie is the final monster fight, which is finally getting to the proportion of movie I want to be purely monster yeah. fight. I will agree with that. I loved that literally the intro was, you know, shaky shots of, oh, a fucking uh, power tower, a uh, bunch of trash, a bunch of things in the water cut to a little bit of like sludge that starts moving up boom title of the film i'm like this is like oh, yeah. 30 seconds of too just, like, many fumes in our oxygen yeah, and they have so, that uh, sweet james bond intro they they have that yeah. really great to the point intro and then they're like yep. hey let's completely bonkers the mood by putting this james bond ass like 60s ass which is strange because it was in 71 song that is I feel like the 60s lasted till about 73. Oh, all right, all right, I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> but it just goes completely into this like silly direction and I'm like am I watching a Godzilla like I I had to pull back and be like this is the right movie, correct? So, and it was. I actually <laughs> love that intro and I think the two go along perfectly. If the rest of the movie had gone along that well, but I don't I don't know what happened with their audio tech. But they just they just splice in songs at random. Him. They shot the audio tech three days into production and went, okay, what did he make? And the answers were 
this hilarious environmental song that is the least subtle thing I've ever heard because the chorus is just save the earth over and over again mm-hmm. ad nauseum. Save the earth. Like, save exactly. the earth. Oh yeah. No, I committed way too much of this song to memory. Yeah. No, when when it's they on, that, it's awesome. They had a little bit of like twiddly weird space music like ooh, like a little bit like ting 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 that. Yeah, and it was like had, it was like Scooby Doo music. It was like Scooby Doo music. Oh, very much. Um and this is a question I have for you, uh, Jorge. Then they had what I found to be the worst song for Godzilla as a theme I've ever heard oh in my, my life. Oh, my God. Which that one? thing was, like... No, what, whenever Godzilla comes on screen, <laughs> it, it sounds like a Chuck Jones cartoon. Yes! It, that's yeah. exactly what it sounds yeah. like. Instead of, like, so in, in 1954, we have this beautiful theme... Just like all menacing, menacing, yeah, like intimidating. This one is kind of like boo boo. It's like Godzilla. It's like it's like three notes at the beginning. It's like and it like goes down. I'm like, what's happening right now? And they play the same three notes over and over again. The first shot in this movie is this weird. I felt like he was on vacation. I felt like Godzilla was on vacation because he comes up on this, like, the backdrop's just this nice sunset. And it's just Godzilla, like, almost pops up into frame. He's like, and he, like, shows up. And it's like, it's like almost like luau, like, weird sort of thing. And I'm like, is he coming back from, like, Boca? And he's like, all right, time to kick some ass in Japan again. (laughs) Smog Monster's here. I got to beat him up. It's amazing. But it's, like, it's so bizarre because the movie's kind of dark. The movie's like, really dark. Yeah, there's a great juxtaposition there. Yeah, no, it, it, it for like... sure is one of. There's no other Godzilla movie that's anything like it. It is out of place. Okay, um, and I'm glad you chose it for, that. for us. Oh, I had this is so weird because I actually really liked Godzilla and Smog Monster. I liked their attitudes. Uh-huh. I liked how they were. Um, and other than Smog Monster literally looking like a turd in multiple forms, <laughs> like a turd going through puberty, um, I think he was really cool and good. And, like, he was friggin' yeah. OP. He would just, like just, a... just laser everything, send fart gas everywhere, just destroy entire cities in one go, muck up some teenagers trying to do fun things, throwing fire at him, and he's like, I don't care, die, all of you. Yeah. Like, he's awesome. Can we can we talk about that subplot also? Um, what subplot? There's a whole, for the entire movie, there's a subplot of the teens. It is absolutely uh, not a plot. Yeah. It is a series of Enjoying their now literal teenage wasteland. So the teens are in their literal teenage wasteland, and the o- only Asian member of the Beach Boys decides they're going to hold Bonnaroo up yeah. on Mount Fuji. I don't know if that's like That was like a homeless right, trash fire there. that they wanted to party around. That was basically, right. yes. they. <laughs> but so they, they stage it. I'm sorry, I'm going to get through this one. They stage it as a protest, right? <laughs> Is that you what they're doing? It's totally not Chabras. Yeah. <laughs> like... Global warming, dudes. So, like, let's go up to Mount Fuji and, like, enjoy and, like, bask in the inevitable, like, apocalypse. <laughs> he, he, he changes the thing from the million people march to the million people go-go to make it a part. Yeah. Like, that's what he does in that scene. He's like, no, this is cooler if we make it a party. It is, it is cooler. And they get up there. I mean, you're not wrong. It is but... cooler. <laughs> but what's not cool is when they get up there and the majority of Japan has died. <laughs> So there's only about a hundred, hundred chill dudes and dudettes 
up with the only Asian member of the Beach Boys, and he's sitting there in his cable knit white sweater. It's so go. It's so not Shaw Bros. <laughs> but you know what, dudes? We should totally like party. <laughs> and then suddenly, the just the rest of the Beach Boys pop up with their kazoos and their saxophone and their strangely, though he's strumming an acoustic guitar, electric totally guitar. Electric. <laughs> my favorite. And then they, oh, and then, and then, oh, my favorite part. <laughs> while they're protesting, uh, uh, you know, pollution and everything, they go, dudes, let's light us like a bonfire with like some chemical accelerants. Chaw. <laughs> And then they do. That's like that. That's the entirety, top to bottom of that subplot. Which don't get me wrong, it it draws me in for the romp. But like, what in the Sam Hill fuck? Yeah, it's just like the Beatles movies. Nothing needed to be going on. You're just having a good time. Uh, so let me ask. That's true. Let me ask you then: Is the movie pro or anti hippie? Ooh, I think it's both anti pollution and. <laughs> anti-hippie i think it's pro-science i pro-science pro science, really pro-military anti-business i think it's like yo anti-hippie pollution's really bad but the only way to beat it is if you use like the government and science and intelligence and you happen to have a 80 foot monster on your side i don't know how tall godzilla who's is, going actually. to fix oh who fixes the absolute ineptitude of the government by the way yeah, the scientists anti- figure it's... out like I think mm-hmm. the movie's just pro-Godzilla. I think that's all the movie is. Well, I think it's, it's anti-everything else and just pro-Godzilla. It's weird because Godzilla originally represents the atom bomb. Yeah. So then it's like, wait, we like we shouldn't just... Instead of military force, we should use weapons can, of mass destruction. Can I lead this to a, a question for you? Because you might know this, Jorge. Mm-hmm. When did Godzilla become? When did he have a face turn? When did he become a good guy? Because uh, he was a heel at the beginning. Yeah. Like he was clearly like, oh, you're the result of your Japan's reckoning or the nuclear reckoning and stuff. So you're coming out and killing everything. Let's not call him Japan's reckoning. I feel like that's a bad place to start. <laughs> I know it's a bad so place he, to start. He is. So I changed it to nuclear real quick before I get. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Godzilla's always kind of a dick, for sure. The entire time. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. He turns into a good guy pretty early on. He's got, I think, two movies. Because they realized just... he was marketable, and they're like, wait, if we make him a good guy, we can yeah. sell toy. Well, for two movies, he's just smashing shit up. Yeah. Uh, then Mothra, I believe, is the first one to come in and actually fight him. And Mothra's the good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the... As he always And is. I think it's the movie right before Invasion of Astro Monster, uh, Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. When okay. Ghidorah shows up, and everybody's like, oh, shit. Even Godzilla's <laughs> like, that dude's a bigger dick than I am. I'm going <laughs> to beat his ass and ever since um, then just like just douchebags keep running around trying to <laughs> step up on godzilla's turf and he's never had a chance yeah. to destroy things again it, it, it becomes I the ven- literally venom here yeah uh I, no no because venom wants to be a good guy oh okay, i don't know okay. I, I i just hear liam neeson's voice in episode one saying there's always a bigger dick and just godzilla's wait like, hold on that's not <laughs> wait <laughs> I remember episode one vividly, and I do not remember that line being in there. <laughs> yeah, when they're in the submarine next That's, to Jar Jar. I definitely remember that line. He definitely doesn't yeah, say There's always a bigger dick. Always a big... <laughs> I mean, there is, but... Um... Always a bigger dick. Yeah, it's Jar Jar not... and Anakin, and, and he's there, and totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. I remember it. <laughs> Just a couple of men explaining to a boy about bigger dicks. Vivid... <laughs> <laughs> That's how... <laughs> So, 
Jorge, I, I, of these two movies, mm-hmm. which one did you like better? Or if you didn't like one over the other, because I think you might like them both. Tell me, tell, give me, give me some short, broad strokes about why you like them both. Well, I picked both of them because I love both of them. Um, Makes sense. There's, okay. uh, there's something about Smog Monster with its like 60s, 70s style. It's You're 100 percent correct. It's like it's just really crazy. And then it's the only time Godzilla ever uses his atomic breath to fly through the air, and it is oh okay spectacular. I need to bring up one more point with that because I actually I loved and hated and then loved again the beatdown at the end of this film because Godzilla has like this methodical ass kicker. Mm-hmm. vibe to him in this because he's like he just shows up and he's like him and smog monster facing off he just comes up and batters him he's ripping pieces out of him he's this like he it's crazy he rips both of his eyes out and looks and at them in his them hands get, yeah, mostly yeah um but then and then yeah you know, crushes the dust in his hand after they are disintegrated like all, feels the dust go through his lizard first fingers. of all he does it twice which i was like uh-huh. are you guys padding to get to 85 minutes because i don't appreciate this if you are um Brian, how dare you suggest that a single moment of this 70s anti-pollution romp was unearned? I'm switching teams. I I would never suggest that. Um, (laughs) uh, But he, so Smog Monster gets away as a little turd again. Uh Um, The turd flies out of him Mm -hmm. and everyone's like, oh, damn it. And Godzilla's like, hold on. I got this. Faces (laughs) away from where he is and starts atomic breathing. And you're like, what's happening? And then he starts going up a little bit, and I go, oh, we're we jumping every we're shark. Like, there yeah, was no shark to jump, every but we jumped shark it anyway. It doesn't matter, like, because <laughs> it was all kind of dark and a little bit yeah. serious with well, like the both. fights. And then it just goes whoop into just crazy town. He catches up, grabs him, and atomic breaths all the way back to the machine that was killing Smog Monster. It was a tour de force. Yep. It was, well, yeah. I mean, he's. A beautiful Smog monster <laughs> has been like undefeatable, and he decides like he needs to stop this guy, and so he flies after him in a desperate rage, and then drags him all the way back to the where they were, and then does the and exact same thing. The fuck out of him, and he does he does he does it again. He pulls out the shit with his hands, and he looks at his hands, and then he's like, "No, absolutely not," and he just starts ripping away <laughs> at him into little pieces over and over. And that over was again. oh, by the way, they start playing the Godzilla theme again, mm-hmm. and my quote was. You can't have, let me see, <laughs> you can't put your dumb song over Godzilla disemboweling <laughs> Smog Monster. Because I think they started playing the Environment song, and I was like, you can't yeah. play this over a well, disemboweling. saving the earth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, but just. One bit of viscera at a time. It was very, like, it was almost David Lynch-esque with how, yeah. like, disconnected the music. Blow it out and... your ass. There's nothing about this movie that's David Lynchy. <laughs> the, Blow it out your there ass. Was only, there was only this one... This is Thunderball, there if was anything. Only, there was only one thing that was David Lynchy, and it was when they were at the party. Yeah, the mess. And and Ken... Oh, yeah. See, well, that, yes. Yeah. But when they were at the bonfire, and Ken sees um, Smog Monster, and it, do, it does the complete sound off, and you just hear the weird breathing and stuff from right. Smog Monster, and I'm like, okay, this is actually yeah, kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Wait, his name was Ken? Yes, his name yeah. was Ken. Man, you guys pay way more attention to these movies than I do. <laughs> I feel like... Which, is, which is, is strange, because I almost fell asleep during this movie during the slow parts. Don't... I was literally like... Oh, I did. I fell asleep in the first 20 like, minutes oh God. for about oh God. 10 I, minutes. I fall asleep almost every time I watch them. I, don't get me wrong. I love Godzilla, yeah. but I cannot 
pay attention to it's full attention it's to just silent because they murdered their audio engineer and they <laughs> no 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 sorry that's that's all godzilla movies oh all there's, godzilla there's movies? not been one godzilla movie that has come out that hasn't been yeah. so insanely boring we should also at that point speaking of insanely boring um <laughs> invasion of astro monster <laughs> Sorry, invasion. Good segue, Brian. Um, I'm really I'm working on those. I'm trying to make them stick. Yeah, tell tell me Um, about Monster Zero. So, I'm going to take the first hit here. Uh, The prologue of the film appears to us in text, in which it is said, "A mysterious planet beyond Jupiter has just been discovered." Uh, To which my first reaction was, "Saturn." (laughs) That's what I thought too. We we start. There. Keep in mind, it's 1965. I don't know. No, we had found all the planets by Galileo then. saw hey, Saturn. Wait, I was gonna say, hey, you know what? What else is beyond Saturn? Maybe it was Newton. Everything else. Uranus. Everything Neptune, else. And Pluto. Everything There's a whole else. universe oh, beyond Saturn. A whole bunch of other stuff, including planet That's X. Like... Yeah, it's and I, it's I... like on okay, a planet so... beyond the Burger King down the road. Same. I think you're, it's... you're right. In a back corner portion, in a backyard lot, in a back alley, portion of in our a back solar alley system. With... Yeah. In a dark back alley of our solar system exists Planet X. They, I mean, they said it with a lot of strangely clad boys. It's at least like tens of millions of light years away, right? So it. I forget. If you look, if you look no, no, no. at it, they say 450 million kilometers. Yes. Kilometer. If you look at it, though, if you look at it, though, size-wise, mm-hmm. um, it looks like. Planet X was fucking hanging on to the back of Jupiter's ass it, forever it, yeah, it and does. just had never gotten caught. Because they do, it's like they slide it out from behind it. Like, there's like, here's your Jupiter cutout, and they're like, whoop, there's Planet X. Yeah, it hangs out in the, the dark <laughs> side of Jupiter. It did. <laughs> forever. It's been hanging out there forever, by the way. Yes. Yeah, and we never you, caught it until... It hangs out yeah. in Jupiter where the sun don't shine. Yeah. Mm. Right up in Jupiter. Um, okay, so you're, you're right. I, I did have problems with that as well. <laughs> okay, uh, my other small problem was I know they couldn't get Charleston Heston to do this movie, so they got Nick Adams, who is the star of this movie and very clearly just dollar store Charlton Heston. And I know this because two years later after this movie, maybe three, Planet of the Apes comes out and they have the exact same first scene. And I know they wanted Charlton Heston because three years later someone was going to do this. Where Charlton Heston has that that, that scene, is it forever man's destiny to always kill his neighbor <laughs> and smokes a cigar <laughs> in space because he has that swagger? Uh-huh. And this movie starts with Nick Adams, who I just cannot believe was in any original Japanese version of this movie. And oh god, oh yeah, good luck with this. Credit him. They don't credit the other Go astronaut. Who's no, what's the other right astronaut's name? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You tell me, because I can't name a single other person, because they, they say starring Nick Adams in the credits, and then they just do a thousand people at once. <laughs> There's no way to tell who else is in we'll, this movie, we'll except for Nick Adams, who they're trying to convince you is famous. But he, okay, he starts you, uh, Just now, you kept going Nick Adams like you Like he was famous. He was. I thought I just didn't and know I was he like, was. Oh, was he famous and I'm just an idiot? No, I had to look him up. I had to, I went back. I was halfway through the movie, and I went so, back to the opening credits to figure out, like, who is this dollar store Charlton Heston from New Jersey? So then why can't you believe he's in that guy? movie if you don't even know who he is? Yeah. Wait a minute. Because they wanted Charlton Logic's Heston. completely falling apart. <laughs> I wouldn't believe that no Charlton here. Heston was in the film. That's true. Yeah. If it was Charlton Heston, wanted... I'd go, holy shit, there's no way they got Charlton Heston. 
What I'm arguing <laughs> is that they wanted Charlton Heston, and you can see it because they got the dollar store version of him. Yeah. And he starts. Yeah, that's off, not what we're arguing. Hello, that's totally I'm, believable. Uh, yeah, you're saying I can't believe you he's. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling you guys from uh, the spaceship, and uh, you guys uh, ready for us to uh, go around Jupiter? Dude, he wouldn't let like, sentences. That's how that starts. Actually, have endings. He would just be like Jupiter. I love you, Namaka. And you're like, what? dude, finish the sentence off. Like, there's an A or a D or a T that you have to say in that word, and you're not saying it. Well, it's a it's a metaphor we're... for the rest of the movie. <laughs> you're right. They they did you're not right. finish it because they didn't. Finish. They got exactly halfway through that monster fight, and then they were like, "Oh shit, we're we are out of money." But by, by the way, both of these films, Smog Monster edges out in that it's better. Um, in, in this regard, mm-hmm. two of the worst introductions oh, to Godzilla I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> because you get doofy sunset vacation Godzilla uh-huh. in Smog Monster. And in here, he's in a lake, most likely taking a shit or just doing something like really embarrassing. He's, he's, he's hibernating. And, we haven't seen Godzilla And a, for a fucking while. spaceship just pulls his fucking frozen ass up. And they're like, yep, here's your hero. And they're like, bye, we gotta go. So... You'd be surprised, actually. These are both <laughs> perfect introductions to Godzilla. Oh, no! In that they're just like every other single goddamn Godzilla movie. No! They follow the exact same formula, I promise you. Well, that makes the, well, the ending I, makes I, uh, way more sense, then. Yeah, Godzilla shows regard. up for a second. The monster shows up for two seconds. They fight <laughs> halfway through the movie for maybe a third of the length of the second fight, and they fight again at the end for... A fourth to a third of the movie. There's clear, yeah, clearly a. Or you should you should write the Ars Poetica of Godzilla <laughs> films because you what really a, do have what a to sick a reference by the way. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what that. Go is. ahead, everybody, look that up <laughs> and just try and figure out if that makes sense. Um, uh, I get when I talk so to Taylor, I, have, I get a lot of things out of context mainly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I realize. Uh, in terms of our promotions that I use the phrase amuse-bouche in one of them. Like, come on, dude. Casually dropped it. I thought it was funny. Like, oh, isn't this like a fun term that I might have picked up from, I don't know, Ratatouille or something. And I I read through it again before this episode. Like, oh my God, I sound like a dick. I sound like such a dick. Yeah, no, we were talking about it. I had to tell him like, dude, half half the time, I have no idea what you're saying to me. I get everything out of context. I get the gist of it. I like half it, the words are just fly right over my head. Half of it comes in as Charlie Brown teacher voice, where it's just wah 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 wah. You're like, okay, wah wah Godzilla, wah 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 Norse mythology, wah 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 the destruction of Japan, wah wah wah. You're like, wait, hold on. I actually don't know much about Norse mythology, but I was Norse misogyny or mythology, ethnic, both and. Because I think that was also my nickname in high school. Norse mythology. Norse misogyny. Norse misogyny score. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really didn't have a lot to say about Monster. Well, Zero, you kind of jumped all over it, and then you went, for... oh, I have nothing to say. So that was really cool of you. Appreciate that. Uh, I lied. Okay, so let's just jump right back in then. Um, problem the second. <laughs> While Only Dollar two? Star Charlton Heston and astronaut who's impossible to figure out his from name's the credits fuji of the we in watched. the movie but i don't know his we don't know oh, i know his yeah. name is okay, fuji okay, but okay. i don't know so i also don't know nick adams character's name so glenn. maybe it balances as a, as a note to john glenn oh yeah. there we go yeah. his name is astronaut glenn uh yeah but we He's also uncultured swine <laughs> the credits that we saw were for the hd remastering so they didn't include mm. like the normal credits 
That's why you didn't catch a lot That's of stuff. That's totally fair. So it's not a fault of the film Correct. or the international. Mm. I'm, I might still want to blame the internationalizing team, mm. even for the HD remake. Think, like, you guys couldn't no, have done no. your homework and like figured out who these did, other did actors are? Did you pay attention to the spew of names that you saw? They were all usernames. This was like a... No, no, like no. That a, was the one for Spog Monster. That was oh, was that Red Spog Bond Monster? One. Uh, or no, sorry, the, point, uh, the credits at the end. No, you're right. Uh, the credits at the end of the Monster Zero that we saw were all usernames, but at the beginning they had the original credits from the internationalized version. So I think my point still stands that in those beginning credits they go, starring the fabulous, the one, the only, <laughs> the blonde, Nick Adams, and cast. Just and in friends. Shotgun Blast. <laughs> so he was good in it, man. Problem I liked the him. second. Oh yeah, he was fine. Problem I actually liked second. him a lot. Yeah, that's I honestly, I hate to tell you, but Invasion of Astro Monster is one of the best and most entertaining plots out of any Godzilla movie. Yeah, that's there. that's a real it problem. Is, oh. It is truly horrific. <laughs> like the fact that that's I, top tier is a problem. Yeah, no, it's yeah. except for obviously the the first one. Um, yeah, yeah, but even that, which is, is so old, like, it's fifty four, right? It's true. I don't. You meant to look it up. I have no clue. And 56 was the international release of Godzilla King of Monsters. This was your thing. (laughs) I'm Mr. Godzilla, not like Mr. Movie. You know, I don't... (laughs) That's true. Um, Godzilla was released in 1954, and the internationalized version was released in 1956 as Godzilla King of Monsters. Nailed it. So good. Did that homework. I could not even listen Um, to you say that whole thing. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) All right. I've been desperate to get this one out. Okay. Problem the second. Because it's a consistent one through the movie. They're being entertained by the planet Exians. I'm going to call them the triple X's. Or the zillions. We've got a bunch of triple X boys. Ooh, zillions. Say again. They're the zillions. Who, the, you know. So I'm going to call them the XX zillions. You know the only other time the zillions show up? Godzilla Final Wars. Oh. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know oh, that until cool. I looked it up. Because um, I was like, holy fun, shit, those are the fact. same ones from Final Wars. Yeah. Yeah. They are, again, um, I think it's a theme with us that we secretly like to find things which have sub-characters in general fetish gear. Um, I called them... This is the second uh, week in a row. Pervy techno bishop priest. <laughs> like, that's all I could think of. They reminded me of the bish- bishop piece like, in chess, but like, like pervert. Like xenobites? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like Sexy Devo. Yeah. The band. 100%. Yeah, um, yeah. I see that. Yeah, right? With the yeah. hats? Fuck Devo, mm-hmm. though. Whoa! Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. No, You're sorry. Right. I'm I'm oh. a hardcore Oingo Boingo fan. Oh, okay. That's that's why. Well, Jorge, I like your reasoning for this one. Can yeah. you explain yeah, to us was... and our thousands of listeners why Devo Whoa, destroyed? Wait, hold on. Music? No, no, there's there's only room in history for one band like that, and there were two, and Devo got the spot for Whip It, and and Oingo Boingo that's ended it. up with nothing. Yeah. So I'm some, I'm a little yeah. sour some Edison about that. Tesla shit right there. Yeah. Was... I'm not gonna lie; it has some parallels. Yeah, it's <laughs> Danny Elfman. Wait, don't get me wrong. There are such beautiful things that came out of the the cult of Oingo Boingo, like Danny Elfman, mm-hmm. who wrote the theme for Everything. Nightmare Before just... Christmas, who wrote Everything. the theme Everything. to Batman the Animated Everything. Series. Just, Taylor just wrote the theme for, and then blank, and let anybody in listening fill in the blank with a movie, and the answer is correct. Yeah, there's like him and Versus four other dudes of who Devo. write music these days, and that's it. Name yeah. one member of Devo. <laughs> it's like naming one of the four other Jackson Five. 
impossible. Germain. It's like naming the <laughs> Germain, eat a dick. I think eat a dick, Jackson, was you also made one that up. I absolutely you could have said any J name, and it, it would have sounded believable, Brian. It's 100% Jermaine does sound like a little bit of a stretch, Brian. Absolutely. I'm going to 100%. Hey, well, well, we'll just have to yeah, find out after. Who are the five Jackson five? Yeah. You've got Michael, John, Jacob, <laughs> Jeremiah, and Jimmy, or I, whatever you said. For a second, I thought you were going to say Jingleheimer Schmidt, and I was going to freak out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to absolutely just tear ass out of here and go down and beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> You've got Jermaine, Paul, Luke, George, Jermaine, and Michael. Jermaine, Le, ooh, Jermaine Lejean Jackson is an American singer, songwriter, bass guitarist, and member of the Jackson family. Proving Brian. Oh, he didn't, right. didn't okay. say Again, Jackson Five. I am two for two. Yeah, because Janet Jackson is a member of That's that family, and not say. part of the Jackson oh, Five. Oh my God! I'm going. So you proved nothing. <laughs> you lose, sir. <laughs> he stop. He. He was the second league vocalist of the Jackson 5. There we go. Well, he sang the lead on some of their songs and had featured vocals on many others. We're going to have to look into that after the show. Okay. <laughs> There's going to be a whole episode know, of Brian's conspiracy theories that aren't theories at all. Out there. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm sorry, Taylor. We did cut you off while you were trying to get your thing. Was You're it just not even the at that point yet. Priest yeah. people? Uh, yes, right. So, sorry. We've got space Cenobite mm-hmm. sex yeah. zombie. Uh, sex computer yeah. zombies. What uh, about them? And they, while they're being, while astronaut Glenn and astronaut Fuji are being entertained by the destruction of the top of their planet by Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, or Monster Zero, as they choose, because, and the fabulous line is, everything is numbered here, so this is Monster Zero. Because <laughs> why not start at one? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because oh. they say everything is numbered here. Monster Zero, first thing, and then nothing else is numbered. It's like they just stopped numbering oh, wait, uh, things. Godzilla is Monster 1, and Rodan no, is Monster Zero monsters 2. Zero 1 and Zero 2, and respectively. Zero two. Wait, By the way, this is also... Wait, they are? Uh, yes. God, yeah. this is also damn the it, I need collab- to pay any attention to these movies. <laughs> this is also the greatest you collaboration told us to since watch Avengers Infinity War. The, what, what, because it's Rodan and Godzilla coming together to fuck up Ghidorah. What about Infinity War? I was saying this is the greatest collab since Infinity oh, War. Oh, oh. They bought you since, you know, so, 1965 or 7. You're incorrect because the normal team-up is Godzilla, Rodan, and Mothra. Oh, really? Sometimes, way better. Sometimes also Anguirus comes around. Sometimes sure. Godzilla uses Anguirus as a soccer ball. You know, there's there's a lot more that happens oh, you're talking there. about some Final Wars okay. there? Is that why he, he didn't kill him in Final Wars? Because he murders a lot of dudes in Final Wars. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. Well, none no, of these so monsters ever really before died. We, yeah, before we true. get to Final Wars, I want to get to my problem the second. You really should get to that. Yeah. Which is... Because <laughs> we're not doing anything to stop you. Ghidorah... Oh my God, Brian. <laughs> I will scream. They destroy a factory, and this factory uh-huh. is described as being a hydrogen-oxygen oh. factory. Yes. I knew this was going to be a what problem. what bugs the shit out of me is... Astronaut Glenn, speaking as the audience, turns and goes, Ah, he must mean water. <laughs> nope. It's a hydrogen and oxygen factory. And I looked it up. Hydrogen literally can't bond with oxygen unless there's two of them. It has to be like a hydrogen, a dihydrogen oxide factory, or it's just, you know, it's just the place where they make hydrogen and oxygen. But then the whole rest of the movie, they're talking about, well, they desperately need water. And we know that they need water. And then the computer guys will go, no, we are quite capable of making our own water. In your hydrogen-oxygen factory? Yeah, in, 
<laughs> Sorry. It's just like it's and it's it's not a dubbed character That's saying. What I was gonna it. Say. So I don't like I, I don't they don't get the excuse of look, you guys kinda had to fudge some stuff because you're trying to match lips and you guys, you know, you're working with what you got. No, it's 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 astronaut Glenn. Sorry, the the camera's on astronaut the Glenn. The talented go, Nick Adams, uh, yeah. And now what did they destroy? <laughs> on Glenn, a hydrogen oxygen factory. And he turns and goes, must mean water. <laughs> and Fuji goes, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it sounds like... It's literally a hypothetical molecule called just oxide. Yeah. That's what it... And a movie involving sorry, I... Monster X from Planet X. <laughs> Monster, no, Monster Zero, Zero sorry. From Planet X. <laughs> There's yeah, also there, a Monster there X. There were nine other monsters, it? Jorge. Come on, please. <laughs> All right, while we're on science on this one, because oh I love God. this movie. This movie reads less to me like a Godzilla movie and more like a mid 20th century just sci-fi. Movie. That is like mm-hmm. Lost in but Space. But that's rock. also a lot of the Godzilla movies from that time period. That makes sense. It's true. There's aliens um, all over. So the place. this one. Yeah, bunch bunch of aliens. That are really, like really humanoid. It's really strange how they're always humanoid. Yep. And usually have, like, budget? blue so or something. And you're they like, don't, oh, wow. They don't show it in this one, but the zillions actually just make themselves look human and are, like, weird yeah. lizard people underneath. Ah, uh, we're doing one of those. I like yeah. that. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're saying, that, that makes more sense, then. Yeah. yeah um, there's this one portion where... so. All the scientists are coming up with this really clever way to block off the magnetic waves that the zillions are using to control the monsters, right? And then, who should show up but the toy man who says, Hey, do you know that annoying noisemaker I made? That happens to be the exact noise that destroys computers, except for ours. That's not my problem. My problem is one of science. Mm Mm-hmm. During the demonstration, they say, now look here, everyone around me. I can disrupt the magnetic waves by using an impulse inverse wave ray or something to that effect. Now, just to help you out, I will make these magnetic rays visible. (laughs) Problem. Magnetism on the electromagnetic spectrum is a form of light. It's a form of light we can't see. So when you're making it visible, you're literally making it not magnetism <laughs> anymore. It's not electromagnetism. That's why your damn plan doesn't work, and we have to go with Toy Man's. This is an emergency broadcast. Please do not turn off your radios. The annoying sound, which you will be hearing, which they continue to play for the last third of the movie throughout, is not an accident. Yeah, go write a book already. Problem the third. <laughs> Yeah, nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hori. I'm really, I'm really digging when, into you right your now, and I need to back out. off. <laughs> It'd be thesis. It's uh, singular, not plural. Oh no! You, knowing you, you would come up with multiple. <laughs> yeah. No, I as soon as you have Planet X be that within our solar system, we really don't have to worry about the science. Once that that got oh, knocked yeah. out of the room for me. The- the, the second, second the movie that started, they 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 did the picture book slide out thing with it. I was like, oh, we're good. We're yeah. we're just in yeah fantasy land at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to say one thing uh-huh. in a in a positive, or I guess uh-huh. an intrigue thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, Godzilla's Godzilla's scream or shout is hands down the best sound effect like I've ever heard in my life. Uh-huh. Just it's so viscerally satisfying. Yeah. I was perfect. really shocked 
by King Ghidorah's shout. Because it's almost oh, you like mean my sonar... my text ringtone? Yeah, like it. It was just surprising that somebody so imposing and ter- like the uh-huh. main bad guy essentially. You know, I mean, obviously there's competitors for yeah. that, but like one of the most iconic threats to Godzilla. It, he's like, he is oh! like the like yeah. like he just like lets out these little like I imagined little sonic rings coming out of his mouth while he did it. Uh, also, mini bobbly has ass head. His bobbly I ass head. Love it. Could not control themselves. Love it. So was like, they were getting tangled up in each other. They were flopping around, going other places. I was so absolutely for, amazing. For anybody that doesn't know, King Ghidorah is a three-headed golden dragon with wings and two tails. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. His lo- his necks are pretty long, and it's clear that... Giraffe-esque. Yeah, it's clear that there are strings maybe on the body and then at the top of the heads and nowhere else on the neck. So they just whip those heads around and the next... <laughs> fucking wiggle around like out of control snakes yeah they get tangled up in each other they wiggle all over sausages in the wind just flapping it's incredible flapping into each other amazing it's like the sound of a pool noodle gently hitting the top also also rodan can't stop coughing because (laughs) that's what his shriek is it's and i'm like oh my god yeah. You're fired right now. Um, You're so lucky you can fly because otherwise Mothra would be here beating the fuck out of you. Yeah. Because the what also the other thing I love about King Ghidorah is since his necks are flying around like crazy when he shoots out his lightning bolts, <laughs> they just fly everywhere. They just destroy the poor, everything the poor around him. Doing, right doing the little lightning bolt streaks. No like, control okay, over one, it. This one went up into the sky and didn't hit Godzilla at all. Yeah. This one went in front of Godzilla. And this one went all the way to the left and never actually came around in this shot. So none of these have hit Godzilla, but they're supposed to hit Godzilla. For, just make it work. For oh, okay. all we know, King Ghidorah died years ago, and it's just electrical currents flying through his body, making him walk around at random. It's Some insane. Friday the part, yeah, uh, like that, Friday that the 13th first part experiment when they charged the yeah. frog to show like the, the, yeah. the concept of Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of loosely noodling. Yeah. Just flopping everywhere. So I think the noise matches perfectly. It's it's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's very it's it it's strangely fitting because at first I was like, dude, you're the bad guy. Why are you going like a little dolphin or something? Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. After a while, it, it did kind of grow on me. I yeah. will say because yeah. there's something. It's almost yeah, like it that really cool does. guy. Like yeah, try. He's it. actually so badass that he can make a uh-huh. silly sound and still and you're like wait he's so secure about being a bad guy that he can sound like that and still be cool oh shit like he's the awesome joker's laugh yeah. yeah try try listening to it for 26 years and tell me it doesn't grow on you <laughs> um okay so i definitely have innumerable more things i could say about godzilla of course but um i think that we can cap it there for now on invasion of astro monster and yeah. uh and smog monster Oh, one final mm-hmm. super highlight that I was this really satisfied because I didn't get around to watching Final Wars. I just rewatched the mm-hmm. one clip I know from it. Um, basically, Final Wars is just, hey, let's have Godzilla fight greatest hits in different parts of the world. Yep. Whole movie. Yep. It's um, a perfect Actually, no, film. there's way more to it. Film. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm condensing yeah. it. Right. You know, keep come going, on. Keep going, keep going. People don't need the whole tirade. Yep. Perfect um, film. My favorite, most satisfying part is they bring in the 1998 American mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Godzilla in heavy air quotes, and they have old school, badass, regular Godzilla beat the ever living tar out of his CGI ass. And it is 
the most viscerally satisfying thing I have seen in like months. Just watching that <laughs> monstrosity in the bad way, right, not right. like actually yeah. terrifying, but just like a pile of CGI goo get destroyed was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Take it away then. I would also like to drop a last comment on, because I've been pretty critical on these films, but I'm only critical on the things that I love. Like you guys. That's why we're doing this. All right. All right. We got that out of the way. Um, Hey, Jorge, you want to do it? (laughs) Blow it out your ass. Both of you. Um, I can't stream out of there anymore. So I'm only critical on things that I really do enjoy. Because despite all the things that I say I have problems with, Mm -hmm. I viscerally enjoy these movies. Mm -hmm. Apart from the 10 minutes of Smog Monster in the first 20 minutes where I fell asleep, <laughs> and I'm talking the deadest sleep, I was in it. Oh, absolutely. But... And something that uh, that I noticed, um, and I'm curious if this actually became a part of my personality because of Godzilla films, the use of miniatures <laughs> in the Godzilla film to create scale unnecessary use of miniatures like cars in their own one... shots always being yeah. miniatures yeah there's this one where you know we need the car to flash its lights we've clearly seen big boy cars in smog monster and then we cut from that line to three toy cars so clearly in perfect unison <laughs> shining their lights and they go back to that scene yep. for like the last 10 minutes of the movie and I'm not going to lie, I really did forget they were minis oh my God. for maybe 10 seconds. No. Okay. I forgot for uh, no time but at all that they were minis. I was going to say, I how, how this wraps in, how this wraps in Please. is, and I didn't know this was connected, is I have recently begun to, to paint miniature figures oh and create miniature sets. I did one for my last workplace for uh, like a large table that they needed. Like I made a miniature like waterfall scene for them for window dressing. New episode incoming. And it was on. amazing. Yeah. love for miniatures. Sorry, you're you're oh, starting yeah. to be too excited about it. We might have to <laughs> save it for the app. Yeah. We might have to save we it for the app. I'm just saying that app. I don't know if this came from Godzilla, but I know I watched a fuck ton of these movies and they use miniatures with abandon. Okay. Um. So in conclusion, ask it around. I want to go... Jorge, Taylor, than myself. Okay. On the topic of Godzilla. Yeah, I was gonna, Are we friends? I was going to happily go with no, because I thought we <laughs> got into it a little bit, but then Taylor had to show up with all that nonsense nice stuff. And you did say King Ghidorah was cool, which is like basically hitting on me. I uh, think Jorge's heart so... just grew three sizes today. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go with yes for today. But we'll, we'll have to come back to Godzilla. Absolutely. Um, to quote, <laughs> no, <laughs> astronaut Glenn. <laughs> after being asked, this is the last line in the movie when he says, "Oh yeah, it's time for me to head back to America's," <laughs> and he goes, "Oh no, you don't. You've got to be our ambassador to Planet X." And he goes, "Well, all right then." <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about this. Right. Well, uh, well, all rights then. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nick Adams. All right. I can't believe we got you on the podcast today. Um, <laughs> Stunning. As for it's myself, like I'm going to give a us. rousing uh, Godzilla celebration dance of a yes, we are friends. Oh, man. 
before the we part, last the... thing, yeah. last thing I was just about to mention, Godzilla definitely jumps into what will become the safety dance just, yeah. 20 years later. Moves his arms in the exact same direction and yeah, jumps. We need to do something with that. We'll... Absolutely. Couldn't agree yeah. more. We will we will post yeah. that image in the comments. 100%. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Come at me, Toho. Taylor, take us away. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to us and determining yet again if on this particular subject we may perhaps have been or will continue to be friends on Are We Friends. You can reach us at our Instagram and Twitter at underscore Are We Friends. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, the Podbean Network, or on our website, r-we-friends.com. Thank you so much for listening, and have a lovely day. We love you guys. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't stop anything. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We need to figure out our sign-offs. So we're going to go in a circle, and everybody's going to say well, the, the first thing that you think of. I don't care. Taylor, go. If man is always destined to kill his neighbor, then put out the barbecue and let's spit roast that guy. This is Taylor. This week's podcast sponsored you to sponsored to, for you by the word viscerally. Sleep in it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>